Hello and welcome to the Divine Discovery Podcast. I am your host, Deja, and I am here to share about all things holistic health, well-being, conscious movement, mindset, manifesting, spirituality, self-confidence, and soulful business. So you can transform into the best version of yourself, bring your dreams into reality, and discover your divinity. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to another episode. I am so excited for this one. I have a special guest on for this episode and we're going to be talking all things radical responsibility. So I'm very, very excited for this episode. This is my beautiful friend, Kat. So (laughs) without further ado, um, would you like to share with everyone who you are, what you do? And yeah. Great. Well, I'm Kat Buck. I have a brand that I like to call Lovely Radical, which is all about being lovely and kind, but also taking radical responsibility for your life and everything in it that you've created. Um, I'm a coach. I do many things, but I do primarily help people to uncover and rewrite the unconscious programs that are keeping them stuck and stuck in loops and away from the success that they want, primarily in business and relationships and health and yeah it's pretty fun I love this I love this how long have we been friends for now it's been two years has it been two years or has it been longer I think it's been two well when I when I moved to Gold Coast in 2020 I think that's when yeah so like two years yeah that's crazy yay (laughs) (laughs) awesome so I guess to really kick it off what does radical responsibility mean to you Hmm. Well, as I said, the word radical is part of my brand. And I think it's always meant being a radical. So the word radical is someone who really is a radical agent for change in their life. Yeah. You know, we might think when you hear the word radical, you're either, if you're a surfer, you might think of it in that way. (laughs) Radical. (laughs) Radical. Rad, dude. Uh, or you might think of radicals in certain countries that, you know, are fighting for a cause. And that's essentially what it is, is you're fighting for a cause. Yeah. You're being a radical agent for change in your own life. And that's where it started for me because I hit a number of rock bottoms, um, that I created. We all create the things we don't like in our life Mm -hmm. (laughs) just to hit you in the guts right at the beginning. Uh, And I had created a whole life that I looked around and was like, is this it? Is this what it, as good as it gets? And I had to take a step back and be like, well, I didn't have the words to say I'd created this or the awareness to know that I'd created it at that time. But I knew that no one else was going to take responsibility for it except me. You know, there was no, I live in a country away from my family. I didn't, didn't have a partner. You know, I didn't have friends who were really showing up when you needed someone. And so I really had to take responsibility from, you know, sitting on the kitchen floor wanting to (laughs) end my life to getting myself up that same day and just doing something about it. And yeah, that's where it started. And that progressed because I think the thing that a lot of people are on like this new healing journey, right? Yes. Yeah. A lot of people are, starting a new path they're moving towards their goals they want to create a life by design and of their dreams and all these catchphrases that you get pulled into which is great 
we want that. We want people stepping into the awareness that you can fucking create anything you want. Can I swear? Yeah, uh, yeah sure. <laughs> Great. <Absolutely>. Just <laughs> it's going to come out. You can fucking create anything that you want. If you've had the thought, you can create it. And I think that is awesome. And then the awareness of when you've had that thought, the path is actually laid out in front of you. And the path laid out in front of you looks really fucking uncomfortable. It's challenging. It's maybe having to leave a relationship. It's maybe having to quit a job. It's maybe having to stay at a job that you hate until you can find the other ways and educate yourself. It's maybe having to take care of your health. It's maybe having to invest a lot of money to get help, like whatever that is. And yet the spiritual world and the self-development world have kind of fluffed up this healing journey or this you know, grow a business journey or whatever it is to be like, it feels good and it feels nice and it looks all Instagram friendly when <laughs> it's not what it is. The other side of the journey is great. And I'm wondering how many people actually think about what that looks like. Yeah. And I'm going down a rabbit hole with the word journey now because <laughs> I love you like, I love the rabbit yes I always I, I, that's why I didn't plan for this I yeah like, we can just go say, down many rabbit holes just say one to. word and I'll be like Oof, boom. yeah <laughs> anyway the word journey itself so for those of you a little background with me I am trained in neurolinguistic programming um which is a lot to do with words I also what led me into that like six seven years ago was a lot of Tony Robbins and a lot of people who are trained in language and words and there's so many of us are using words and have no fucking idea what they mean yeah what they actually mean and the word journey is like you're ongoing mm. it's not that's why we have journey and destination and i'm wondering how many people who are on a healing journey or a business journey or a self-development journey have actually envisioned the end because <laughs> so many times we get caught in a loop and we're like, I'm not quite getting to the goal and I'm not quite getting there and I'm getting stuck. And it's like, well, maybe stop saying you're on a journey. Yeah. It'd be great. Or maybe sit down and think, okay, what exactly am I working towards? And so, you know, some people have vision boards, which are great. And some of us have journaling, which is great. Like I can't tell you how, like I have hundreds of conversations a week with people all around the world. And I'm like, cool, what are you working on this year? What do you want to improve in your life? And if I have to hear one more, I just want to be happy. <laughs> like I might hurt someone. I won't. <laughs> because, and I'm making, I'm being hyperbolic about that because what the fuck does happiness mean? Yeah. You create your happiness. You can create it right now. Your unconscious mind, and I work a lot with the unconscious mind. We can talk about that in a minute. But the unconscious mind doesn't understand the difference between good and bad. The unconscious mind doesn't process negatives. So if you say, I'm not going to do this, you're basically hypnotizing yourself that you're going to do something. Yeah. The unconscious mind is constantly being programmed by the words that you use. And now I can't remember why I brought up the unconscious mind and that's okay. <laughs> because <laughs> my unconscious mind, yes, thank you, happiness. The unconscious mind goes, okay, they want to be happy. Great. There's no time frame. There's no specificity or whatever the fuck you can say that word on what that means so it's like cool well we're gonna find happiness maybe sometime yeah in 10 years for is five that, minutes 
would you also say it's true too with happiness that if you're constantly searching for happiness or searching that it's out there or it's I'll be happy when I'll be happy when I have the car or the boyfriend or the family it's like you will never be happy if you're constantly thinking it's out there or thinking that it's further away from you and then you just constantly just keep making yourself feel sad and depressed because you like you think happiness is out there and you're constantly chasing it, which then causes the opposite to happen and you feel depressed and yeah. upset. And We have been yeah. programmed to think that happiness is outside of us. Yeah. So it was a stitch up. It was, definitely. <laughs> By schooling, media, movies, parents, mm-hmm. all of it. And when I say you create your happiness, that's fucking responsibility. Yeah. Like, like what you were saying, I... And I'm saying this because I was this. And when I took responsibility, things really started to change. Yeah. And it also impacts the people around you's happiness as well. So ha- what is happiness to you? I'd love to know that because sometimes I try and get people to like chunk down and give me more specifics about what happiness is. And it's like, I'm just feeling peaceful. And I'm like, fuck, man, like happiness for me is my villa in Bali with my desk and my published books and a sunset a hot husband in the kitchen with the cook who's making us Balinese food. He's come out of the surf. I can smell the sunscreen on him and the salt. He's bringing me an icy cold margarita. And then he pulls me outside. He's like, come on, work's done for the day. And then we have sex in an outdoor shower. That is happiness. Yeah. And happiness is also me doing my work. And yeah. happiness is also me waking up in the morning and having nice sheets and yeah. a you know, warm cup of tea. Or even just waking up in the morning and being like, I'm so happy I'm to be awake and alive. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thanks to my unconscious mind for running my body while I slept. Yep. Like the amount of things that we can expect from outside of us and then we get sick and we think, oh, my God, the medical system needs to fix me or the doctor needs to know the answer. It's like you fucking created the sickness. Yep. And this is a huge topic. And or we can go down another rabbit hole. <laughs> we won't like- go down that rabbit hole. And I'm very excited for people who are like, what the fuck, to <laughs> look into this. Yeah. All sickness is created in your mind. Yeah. And that's heavy. And I get it. And how cool is that, that there's an opportunity if you're the problem, you're sol- the solution. Yeah. And now I can't remember why we brought this up. Well, even <laughs> like the, the connection of the emotional body and the physical body, like not many people are aware of that at all. But then. It's another program. Yeah. But then believe that they obviously know that stress can impact you physically, then other parts of your emotional state and your emotional body are affecting you Mm. and your mind. Yeah. And again, it's a program that's been instilled and I won't go down the pharmaceutical rabbit hole, but I will touch on the medical community and they're amazing. Fuck. They study for so long. They work so hard. They get so much crap, I'm sure. And the system that they've learned is over a hundred years old and has nothing to do with this modern age. And none of it talks to nutrition and none mm-hmm. of it talks to your mind, which is the basis of health. Yeah. And I mean, you and I know this, we have watched people all around the world heal by tapping into those two things. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I know we're so, both so passionate about it because yes, it's great to have a medical system if we get in a car accident. It's not great to have a medical system if you have IBS. 
It's not great to have a medical system if you have anxiety. Yeah. None of that, like all of that is created by stress and inflammation that's proven by science people. And all of that can be resolved by dealing with the stress in your own fucking mind. And that's radical responsibility. Going yeah. how, looking at a situation, whether it's external or internal and going, how have I created this? Looking at someone else who's pissing you off and going, how is that me? Yes. Your unconscious mind. So so many rabbit holes right can i just say too (laughs) i think as well if you're feeling triggered by this episode Mm. good like triggers are sign points to where maybe you need to look a bit deeper path it's literally the path yeah (laughs) like like i was saying like you want a million bucks in your bank account lean into your triggers Mm -hmm. you want a happy relationship lean into your triggers every judgment you make on another person turn the finger back on you and go shit how is that me yeah you clean that up in yourself and it can be fun you don't have to like struggle on a healing journey (laughs) for years with crystals all over you you can actually just clean it up pretty quickly and that's what i know i get to help people do and i know you do as well yeah and yeah and then you get to a next level and then there's another level and it just gets so fucking fun and i was gonna touch a little bit on the laws of the universe in relation to that because so a little bit more about the unconscious mind your unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between you and another person Mm -hmm. so this is going to tie in beautifully to that because perception is projection Mm -hmm what you perceive in another is actually you being reflected back it's an unhealed part of you happens in relationships happens with a woman at the supermarket happens with someone in traffic it's happening constantly and your unconscious mind doesn't recognize that so if you are attacking someone else or blaming someone else you're actually doing all of that to yourself so you're beating yourself up when you think you're actually attacking someone else so that's why there's such an opportunity to turn the finger back, to shut mm-hmm. your fucking mouth, stop bitching, moaning, complaining about other people, yeah. stop blaming other people, just keep quiet. It doesn't, it's not contributing to the world to say any of those things. Keep quiet, get a coach, get some support and go, how can I figure out why I'm seeing this in the world so that I don't have to see it anymore? And yeah. it's all within you. Like that's not even like something some might call that law of attraction you know we attract what we are we see more of what we are and that's very woo woo for some people map that across to you want science like your reticular activating system yeah your brain finds more of what you're thinking about so if you're thinking about how sally down the road like fucking i don't know drove over your lawn or something like that (laughs) (laughs) i don't even have a lawn but i wouldn't even care if someone drove over it and if you're thinking about that and you're telling your husband and you're telling your partner and you're telling your kid, you're like, oh my God, Sally's such a bitch. Like you have this opportunity to shut your fucking mouth and go, wait, how am I being a bitch? How am I over like, like abusing other people's things? Yeah. How am I like, whatever that is for you, there's an opportunity there to clean that up in yourself. And then your reticular activating system won't find those ex- experiences in your life anymore. Yeah. Give it to something more relevant, like, I don't know, let's use the state of the world right now. If you're focused on how the government's fucking up, if you're focused on about whether people are veed or not, whether people are wearing masks or not, whether people are doing this right or not, you're focused on all the problems, all the lack, all the anger, whatever it is, you're only going to create more of that in your yeah. life because that's all your reticular activating system is seeing. Yeah. So, yeah, because the, the outside world will reflect back to your, your internal world. But when you start to shift and 
yeah, your shift your internal world, that starts to also reflect on the outside world as well. Yeah. And that is a service to the fucking world when you can do that work. Yeah. Like, like this is the thing. There are a lot of problems in the world. And if every single human being on this planet started doing their own work, it would ripple so quickly because what happens, and this is a lot of what I teach people who are growing businesses, starting businesses, who just want to be better leaders in their home or in their work or whatever. When you do the work to clear up your, your shit, you're going to make more money. You're going to have more success in whatever it is you do. You're going to have better health. You're going to have better relationships, which means you'll be happier. And then you're going to have money, energy, resources to fix those world problems. Mm-hmm. Also, on an energetic level, when you do the work, five other people see it, 10 other people see it, 20 other people see it. And that ripples and ripples because they start doing the work. Yes. And then maybe, what's his freaking Russian name or whatever? I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> maybe whoever it is in the politicians that you don't like, maybe his daughter gets that ripple and then she ripples it onto him and he's like, holy shit. I need to clear up my stuff. Oh, I don't need to go to war anymore. Like this is how powerful an individual can be. And everyone's waiting just to circle it back around to blaming others like institutions, like the medical system or the government. Not taking that radical course. If you have the ability to change it. Mm. And if we're constantly going, the the medical system needs to figure out what's wrong with me. It's like, they don't care. Mm -hmm. Like they are there to do a job. They're not trained on anything to do with chronic illnesses, not the new ones anyway. And in the age, as Dr. Joe Dispenza says, in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. Like you and I both started businesses and work from home because we self-educated ourselves online. You know, we've, I healed multiple chronic illnesses from self-educating myself online. Like there is so much information out there that people can utilize. There's no excuse. Yeah, and I was going to bring this up before as well and how the importance of consuming, like actually being aware of what you're consuming, like TV, radio, social media, TikTok, like (laughs) even the people that you're hanging around as well because Mm. you become the the top five people that you hang around most. Absolutely, and that's a good segue into a few things because (sighs) – when you decide you want better in your life, you might start looking around. Like the people around you are a reflection of you. You've created them. And so they're the best way to start. Look at what they complain about. Look at their health. Look at their relationships. Look at their bank accounts and go, cool. Maybe this is where I'm at. Maybe they're going to come with me on this journey. Maybe they aren't. Step back, take responsibility, do your own work and keep going but you may have to be okay with leaving some people behind for a minute. Yeah. And that's the most important thing to do because uh, there's so many rabbit holes I want to go down. (sighs) So, yeah. (laughs) Where a lot of the time when people are bettering themselves and they're wanting to move forward and they do start to experience that the people around them are staying where they are, and wanting to maybe even pull them back. A lot of the time I hear this word empath. I'm an empath. Oh, I can't build my business because I'm an empath and I can just feel everyone's pain or I can't get up or I have to have boundaries. I have to, you know, 
not do this or that. Like, I can't be around people because I just am so empathetic. I can't go to social events or I can't like go to networking events because I'm an empath. I can feel everyone's energy in the room. It's like, no, actually. So to explain the etymology of the word empath, M is to embody. Path comes from pathos, which is patheticness. Still let that land. Stop embodying other people's patheticness. And just to expand on that, you're actually doing everyone that you feel and embody their pain, you're actually doing them a disservice by that. Yeah. Like, stop if you were to even like pathos is patheticness, but you could map it across to path. Stop getting onto someone else's path where they've dropped to the floor and they're not fucking doing anything about their problems and putting them on your back and dragging them along, which is what you're doing. You're giving up your whole path. When if you were to stay on your path and move forward with or without them, stop fucking talking to them for a second and focus on your mission, your path and shine brightly and do everything that you need to do to become great, to have the money, to have the relationship, to have all the things that are going to fill your soul. They're going to watch you and be like, holy shit, she got up and just walked forward. Maybe I can do that too. Mm -hmm. And rather than using the word empathy and empathetic, be compassionate Mm because compassionate is you still obviously care for them and love them, but you're not going to literally fall into embody their own patheticness. Yeah. Because you're essentially keeping them down, keeping them stuck, keeping them where they are. Yeah. I don't like the word stuck, but keeping them yeah, where they are. That's true. Yeah. And you're the, it's the pity party that people come become addicted to. So that's why they keep, like people say, oh, people drain my energy and they just put so much on me. And it's like, you let them. Mm-hmm. You let them do that. I am a recovering empath. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like I, I used to say those things. And then my mentor shared that beautiful nugget of wisdom with me. <laughs> which felt like I was being kicked in the guts. And I am so grateful for it because it's true. I was using it as an excuse and they're using you as their excuse to not actually do anything about their own problems. There are solutions to every given problem in this whole world right now. And the only reason someone is not finding them is because they're not actually like you, like feeling their own patheticness. And it's a hectic word. And yet that's the word that you're using. You're literally, and this is what I mean about people not understanding the actual words that they're using, the origin of the word, the real meaning behind the word that's lasted through centuries. Like we all just kind of flippantly go, I love you. And there's so many (laughs) examples I can give. And, but do you realize that your words are spells, your words are hypnotizing you and others. And do you even know what they actually mean? Yep. Words are spells. And that's why they call it spelling. Yeah, exactly. Boom, (laughs) mic drop. It's so true. And like everyone's like, oh, witchy talk. And it's like, well, you guys, we're on a rock in a universe. We don't know fucking why and we don't know how long. Like what is the harm in thinking, well, wait a minute, maybe I do actually create my life with the stories that I tell and the words that I use. Maybe the fact that I complain a lot and I hang out with other complainers who are doing nothing about their problems, Mm -hmm. maybe that's why nothing's actually happening with my problems. Maybe I have more and more of them. And I'm wondering if you've ever actually tried something different. Yeah. Like really tried something different. Something When I say something different, I mean something uncomfortable. Yes. Because most of the time it's really comfortable to go to a meditation. It's really comfortable to buy a bunch of crystals and put them all over your body in bed. 
it's really comfortable to burn sage, but you're not actually resolving the problem. You're not actually yeah. getting to the root cause and that's uncomfortable. And on the other side of it, your whole fucking life is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot explain to you the freedom and the the thing that will happen and when you can be aware of this, this will help so much is I was talking before about your reticular activating system in your brain, how your brain functions. Your brain is also designed, like we have a monkey brain. Yeah, Our brain doesn't know the difference between safety and like danger in our world it just knows the different feelings that we're feeding it so right now like most of us are living in a state of fight or flight and fear when just because we're in traffic or because we didn't get a text message from the guy we like or we did get a text message and it wasn't what we wanted it to be and we're releasing cortisol and we're releasing all these hectic hormones that we're in such a state of stress and that's why there's you know so much sickness but it doesn't know the difference between being stuck in traffic and being chased in the wild by a tiger. And when it doesn't know the difference between that, map that across to it also doesn't know the difference between like joy and pain. Yeah. So most, it just knows familiar and unfamiliar. Yeah. And most of us are familiar with pain. We're familiar with being broke. We're familiar with patterns in relationships or arguing or whatever has been passed on to us by how we grew up and so when we start to experience potential happiness or we start to get close closer to health whoever's been on a health kick and you like finally start feeling good they're like yeah, i'm gonna go out this weekend and then you fuck it up and then you're back to square one like when you start to get closer to that your unconscious mind freaks out and it's like holy shit that feeling of joy, that's unsafe. That's a saber-toothed tiger. Yeah. We need to run back to pain. It's we need to familiar. find a way, find all the, like you start a new relationship and it's going really well and that's not normal for you. And so you start to find all of the cracks and then your mind starts to create all these things that aren't actually real. And then you start projecting that worry and that fear and that stress on the person and then like it self-destructs. I'm yeah. sure there's many people who have experienced that. And consciously you're like, why am I doing this? Like maybe you're not consciously aware, but that's a program that you're running. And that's all based from the monkey brain level of keeping you safe because safe is familiar pain. Mm-hmm. So the discomfort comes into, okay, the more uncomfortable I can get, essentially, the closer I actually am to my goal. Like that's how I run my life. That's radical responsibility for me. And I can give yeah. that most recent example, if you like, yeah. of radical responsibility. Absolutely. So go for it. I was talking before about perceptions projection. I was talking before about how whatever you judge in someone else is a reflection of your own work. And there's been many times where I've had to, and this is the thing, you have to swallow your pride. You have to be like, wow, maybe I'm not as good a person as I thought. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you are, and there's just some stuff to clean up. And the responsibility is really whatever that judgment is, whatever that blame is on someone else, turning it back around on you. I was in a relationship where uh, it turned out that I was being quite creatively lied to for a very long time and it was incredibly manipulative and, you know, there was the opportunity to go back down that victim path of being like, I've been victimized, this person was a sociopath, this person was this, was that, and... I'm very blessed to have amazing coaches around me and also the awareness that 
there's the only way that I did attract that is because there's something within me that is lying. Mm -hmm. There's something within me that is manipulating. So I had to go, okay, cool. Well, how, who, and how am I lying? Like, am I, like, I was lying to myself about a lot of things. I was manipulating the situation just to keep it good when it actually wasn't anything what I thought it was. You know, there's so many things I could pull out of that that I've then pulled out and been like, oh, wow. Like, that's just a new layer of stuff that I get to clean up. And I can't even, like, we have some great processes that I use in my coaching and the communities that I'm in that really help me to get to the root cause of that behavior in myself. And from the moment I clean that up, like, my whole life is transformed. And so in a way, that horrible experience has turned into the biggest gift because it's given me the tool to know exactly what I needed to clear up in myself Mm -hmm. to transform my life. Like I'm making more money. I've got incredible men around me who are so like, they're all doing the work. Like it just has opened up all these doors to hope. And because I'm aware that I had to lean really far into that discomfort, knowing that there was another side to it. I mean, they say like, you know, the greatest things are on the other side of fear. It's true. And like, I'm wondering how many people are ready to lean in and get a little bit comfortable for a fucking second in the scope of your whole life to experience that other side. Really? I think it's important to also recognize too, if you can create a life of destruction, you can also create a life of direction. Mm, I like that. If you're not <laughs> trademarked by me, trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to quickly also just touch into because obviously, there's for those who are still listening, <laughs> just turned it off I, after. I love that you're still here if you are. <laughs> yes, means you're leaning in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to make it fun, yeah, free to reach out. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'd love to kind of dive into a little bit on radical responsibility because I do feel like the first step is self awareness mm. to that. So. I guess, how can people become more self-aware? Great. Yeah. So in my programs, it's the first section that I get people to go through is creating your identity. So even if you kind of like yourself, that's great. And I'm wondering if you've really thought about who you are and how much of who you are is actually who you are. Because most of us have become the programs that were instilled in us between the ages of you know, birth and seven or even pre-birth. And a lot of what we create in our life isn't necessarily what we want. It's just the program that we've been given. And there's so many people who actually are having these crises of like, I don't know who I am. Like I'm trying to find my purpose. <laughs> just decide on a purpose, just FYI. Um, and it can change. Uh, and you know, there's all these people like, you know, having freaking quarter life crises now, because, which is great because they're realizing sooner and sooner that they don't have to run that program, Yeah, that you can actually deprogram yourself. And that's essentially what I help people do to design who you want to be. So who is that person? You can get to pick and choose, like, what values do you love in yourself or others? Like you can map this from other people. Like, I really love how she does that. I really love how they do that and how they show up in the world. And that comes back to that perception as projection piece. It's like, yes, everything shit that you see in other people is a projection of work you can do, but everything great that you see in other people Mm -hmm. is 
possible within you. You would not be able to see it in someone else if you weren't capable. So you see people making lots of money or you see people, you know, happy in their relationship. Like that's because you're capable of having that too, which is really exciting. So you get to design an identity around that. So I get people to think really specifically. So to get away from the, I just want to be happy to great. What does that vision of your future really look like? Can you Mm. write me an essay on how it smells and tastes and what you can touch around you and who's with you and and what does that look like and yeah I I think that's such a powerful fun way to start that we don't really take any time to do and where I love that there's so many more people taking responsibility of just having something as simple as a morning routine and I know this is something that we both do and we know so many people in our communities that do but regardless of what time you have to get up in the morning, get up an hour earlier, get out of bed, decide what you want your life to be about today before anyone else comes into play before you get on your phone Mm -hmm. and, you know, write down three things you're grateful for or meditate and visualize that future vision, like write out that future vision every single day. Like that scene that I described in the villa in Bali, like I write that out every single day or I write out some version of it and down to what I can sense around me. And it's exciting because the more I do that, the more I'm noticing things line up in my life, challenges and great things Mm -hmm. that are leading me there. And I get to lean into that. And it's, it's a pretty awesome thing to know that you can have everything you want by putting yourself first. And this I'll, go a little bit into the universal laws because putting yourself first is very important and understanding and deciding who you are is very important. You don't find who you are. You decide who you are. Yeah. You can decide right now. You can get off this podcast and write down who you want that to be Mm. and find out what you can action today. And And start embodying it. Start embodying it. And that's the thing. It's like, we've all bloody heard of the law of attraction. (laughs) I'm not sure if anyone else is aware that there's 11 other laws of the universe that you have to be activating in order for the law of attraction to work. And one of those laws of the universe is the law of action. Mm -hmm. There's another one that's the law of like energy. Like you have to energetically be embodying what you want to attract. You have to take action towards it. Like otherwise who's going to take action towards you? It's a bit silly to be like, I want this thing and I'm going to sit back on my bed and not do anything and it's just going to happen one day. Like, Just manifesting it. Yeah. The only way manifestation works is if you actually take action. Yeah. Just like do anything. anything Messy action. Yeah. Anything will lead to something. Yeah. Just do anything. Like there's a beautiful, sometimes I do card readings on TikTok and there's a beautiful card and it's just like pick a path. And the beautiful kingdoms in the background, but there's all these these other kind of dark, shadowy places, and people just want to go straight to the kingdom. And it's like you actually don't get there without going to one of the other places first. Yeah. And it's a yeah, it's a beautiful thing to start to learn about how like little things that you can do. And there's a great there's a great task, which is something that I'm tasking my communities with as much as possible, which is um, find gratitude for something, do something for yourself sell something and give something away and you could find a way to do that every single day and that there is all 12 universal laws in play at the same time Mm. 
if you could do those four things every single day, like I sold you a marble when we started, when I, <laughs> for like a few cents, yeah. like that's, that's it. Cause you're, it's an energetic exchange. Yeah. You're circulating energy to and around you. And when you actually do things like that, you become, that's how you become attractive for the things to come to you. And that's a great little task that each and every one of you can start actioning if you actually want to create the identity for yourself. Yeah. I love that. I can't even remember what the question was, but, but we got we, I loved it. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I have one last question for you. Kind of ties into everything really beautifully um, and wraps everything up before you can introduce your offerings and what you have as well. So this question is for someone who was in your position where they were feeling just like that maybe they're really broke right now, maybe they are in this constant loop or pattern or just feel like they have done everything, done the work, I'm saying in quotation marks, <laughs> what's one piece of advice, of advice you would give to them? Get around people who have done what you want to create. Yes. So you can keep your shitty family and your friends. <laughs> they may be great and you could have some better people around you because if you're in a life where you're like repeating that loop, you're a reflection of the, the situation that you've created around you. Like you're, you're, yeah. I mean, there's so many ways I could go down that. And if you can find people either in the world or online to hang out with, then you can start to learn from them. You start to actually, gain their energy and their knowledge and their awareness. And that's how I started for me. Like it was online. It was Tony Robbins. It was Les Brown. It was Mel Robbins. It was all of these amazing people who put out free content and you can start from there. I mean, if you're able to invest in coaches, that'd be better and you get there a lot faster. I resisted that for years. Mm -hmm. So that would be the flip side. There's a free side option and then there's a paid option. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because the fastest way to fast track to see your success and where you want to go is literally by investing in someone who's already been there exactly who, or he's already there yeah and hang out with the the what's the what's the um the bigger pond the bigger fish yeah. don't be the don't be the little pond little in the little pond the big biggest fish yeah whatever it, i can't and that takes analogy, a level but... of that takes a level of bravery because you're yeah. suddenly potentially the one who knows nothing. Yes. And that, and that feels scary. Can I say one more thing? Yep. Go. That I see a lot of, and again, I was this in the coaching community, in the spiritual community, in the self-development community, you get your thing, you get your thing that makes you feel good. Then you teach other people how to do it and you stay in that loop. Mm -hmm. Get uncomfortable. What is your next level? Because your clients, your community, your people need you to keep getting better. We could all be better every single day. And the way that you'd be better is get into communities that you feel like the little fish. Yeah. And that is challenging. Like, God, like the, the coaching container that I'm currently in, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to say anything because what if I say the wrong thing and they'll think I'm stupid? Like, and I love that mm -hmm. because I'm up leveling and, like, these people are making a million dollars a month. Like, I don't – money's not even the thing for me. It's the impact. Yeah. And – that's incredible. And that's what I hope for anyone who actually wants to make impact really is to do your work on yourself and then to get in 
more and more spaces where you're up leveling and up leveling because that's how we serve the world. Oh, yes. Awesome. This conversation has been so powerful and I cannot wait to hear everyone's responses on this. So before um, we close it up, I'd love for you to maybe even share um, with everyone where they can find you, what you offer. Absolutely. Well, so you can find me at Lovely Radical across all the platforms and lovelyradical.net is the website where you can go and have a creep and just see what that's all about. I have a lot of offerings in the back end uh, and it depends what someone is after. So I work with people from business owners to parents to, you know, anyone really. Um, it's if you're wanting to actually clear out those patterns that you're repeating that aren't yours. So the best thing to do is to come have a chat and yeah, you'll find any local events in my link on my bio. Perfect. Yay. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so excited. It's the second one I'm going to be posting. (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't scare you guys away, but (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it. And um, yeah, definitely connect with Kat and we'll see you in the next one. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it served you today and I hope you got some delicious value from it. And if you did love it, please share this on your socials and make sure to tag me at the divine underscore discovery and connect with me further on there. I always love to receive messages and I would love to hear your takeaways from either one of these episodes on the podcast and make sure you check the show notes below to make sure you don't miss out on any links for what we spoke about in this episode and also for any other links to find out more information about how to work with me, my services and my offerings. Have a beautiful divine day, lovelies.